Hello there, my name is Lanita Lars and welcome to another episode of Mosaic Hearts. I saw a very interesting video the other day on YouTube. It was a video of a large group of ants going in a continuous circle. And I was like, what are they doing? And I learned it's actually called a death spiral. Well, my curiosity got the best of me, so I just had to dig a little deeper and look further into it. And I discovered that ants follow each other using a chemical secretion called pheromones. But sometimes those ants can lose that scent trail and they get off track and they completely forget what they're supposed to be doing. They begin to follow one another, going in a continuous rotating circle to nowhere. And it's called the death spiral because they usually follow each other for so long in this endless circle until they finally die from exhaustion. Well, I was blown away because I instantly thought about today's society and how we too can get off track and end up in these endless spirals throughout our lives, going nowhere for so long until we die. Like the endless spiral of procrastination, fear, and doubting ourselves. The endless spiral of dead-end relationships and dead-end jobs. The endless spiral of doing just enough to get by. Or the endless spiral of settling for less than what we deserve in this life. Those ants were moving, but they weren't going anywhere. They weren't progressing, and yet they still died from exhaustion. Many of us are getting up every day, and we're up for an average of 14 to 16 hours a day. But what have we truly accomplished? There are too many people who are walking around exhausted and have yet to realize their full potential. Somewhere along the way, y'all, we've lost track of who we truly are and what we're supposed to be doing. We've allowed circumstances, past failure, society, and peer pressure to take us off course and convince us that this is all there is to life. So many of us are playing the game of follow the follower, and we're trapped in the spiral of mediocrity. And one by one, people are losing themselves in the sea of average. Have you ever fallen into that trap of just surviving? You know, that pattern of work, eat, sleep, then repeat. Well, for a long time, that was certainly me. And I don't think for one second that I or anyone else are just purposeless nobodies with no talents, gifts, or abilities who set out every day looking for a life of just ordinary. Because one thing I know is that God didn't create us by accident and he didn't send us into this world empty. What we are is fully loaded. We came equipped with everything we need to fulfill the purpose he designed for us to accomplish. And as I always say, there is something that you were created to do and the world is standing by waiting for that thing in you to manifest. So I thought about it. If we are so equipped with all this fabulosity and each and every one of us are truly extraordinary creations, why do we get trapped in these death spirals? Well, I had to think about it and this scripture came to mind. Proverbs 13 and 12. Hope deferred maketh the heart sick. Have you ever set out to accomplish something and then you had to wait for it to come to fruition? And my next question is, was the wait fun? Waiting for the hope of something to come to pass can sometimes hurt. Waiting to get married, waiting to get into that career you've always wanted, waiting to finish school, waiting to feel good about your body again, waiting to finally get out of debt, waiting to finally be a homeowner, waiting for that next mountaintop experience, waiting waiting, waiting. So why does it hurt? Well, I think it's because of the four D's. Disappointment, discouragement, despair, and the desire to quit. 
It's like these four giants all try to sit on you at the same time and they try to block your view of seeing what's ahead. You see, whenever we set out to do something new, it starts off looking promising and possible. But during the waiting period, here comes those four giants right on cue. And at that point, that goal and desire starts to look blurry, distant and out of reach. And the bigger the dream, it seems like the harder the wait. So I think you would agree with me that no matter what it is, that the wait can be hard at times. And who in the world would want to put themselves through that kind of misery? And that is why I believe many people would rather settle for the life they can see rather than go after the life that's possible, even if that life makes them miserable every day. You see, it's the valley of the unknown. It's the how long will it take? When is it going to happen for me? Because imagine how many people would set off to live their best lives if they had all the details. If I told you that you would meet your godly mate this time next year, you wouldn't be wasting your time with Johnny Do Wrong. <laughs> and if I told you that you would reach your ideal weight in exactly six months from now, you would drop that fifth donut and pick up a dumbbell instead. But since no one can predict the future and we don't know the duration of the journey and we don't want to endure the pain of the wait, we just settle for the now and end up on this endless spiral of would've, could've, should've. Yes, waiting hurts, but not as much as living a life of unfulfilled potential. So how do we overcome this? Well, one way is in one word, hope. Psalm 62, five and six says, yes, my soul finds rest in God. My hope comes from him. Truly, he is my rock and my salvation. He is my fortress. I will not be shaken. And why is hope so important to have? Because hope is like knowing that the sun is awaiting you on the other side of the darkest valley. Hope will get you up every day when circumstances of life try to keep you in bed. Hope will keep you going when you feel like giving up. Hope will keep you walking in purity as you wait for your mate. Hope keeps you working when you don't see the end results yet. Hope is one of the weapons that will defeat those four giants of disappointment, discouragement, despair, and the desire to quit. Now, will you still face those giants? Absolutely. But when you do, you will have a weapon and that weapon is your hope. But your hope has to be positioned correctly if it's going to be effective. What my journey in this season of waiting has taught me is that my hope can't solely be in the fulfillment of the dream, the goal, the desire, or anything else. If your hope is only fueled by the fulfillment of what you're waiting for, then you will certainly quit or forego the entire process when you can't see the other side and when the weight starts to feel like it's unbearable because I will be the first to tell you that there will certainly be days like that. So the one thing I had to learn is that my hope has to be anchored in the Lord because when my hope is in him, no matter where I am in the journey, whether living out the dream or on my way to it, I can still have peace and joy in spite of where I am because of the simple truth that God is with me no matter how dark it gets. And that alone encourages me to go one more day. My life belongs to the Lord and I look to him to help me to become who he created me to be and to do what he created me to do. We are not on this journey on our own. And when we know this, without a doubt, we're going to show up in this world differently. We're going to dream big and we will approach challenges fearlessly and boldly. And we will readily take on anything that tries to deter us from the life that God has for us. 
there's something so rewarding and fulfilling about accomplishing that thing that you've never done before. You just have to survive the gap, the wait, the delay, the process. So how do we do that? Well, let me give you three tips that has helped me along the way, along this journey. And I hope they help you too. Number one, set your eyes on the Lord. First and foremost, you want to make sure that whatever you're seeking is a part of God's will for your life. Be deliberate and intentional with your prayer life and spending time in the word, seeking God's wisdom and direction in whatever you're trying to accomplish and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. God honors faithful prayer. Number two, take it one day at a time. Don't try to figure it all out in one day because it will wear you out mentally, physically, and emotionally. You have the grace for today. So cast all your care on the Lord and do what you can do today. And finally, number three, surround yourself with others on their own journey so you can all encourage each other along the way. Who you surround yourself with, it matters. As you remember, all the ants in the death spiral were following each other to nowhere. And unfortunately, there are some people who have made up their minds that they don't wanna go anywhere and yet they want company. That's their choice. But you have a choice too. So today, I hope you will choose the road that's dark at times, lonely some days, uncertain at some moments, but it's also the road that leads to the next greater, higher version of you. The you that was designed to add your creative touch in this world. The you that was created to make someone else's life better. The you that glorifies our Heavenly Father. So keep that hope alive. And remember, keep your eyes on the Lord. Take it one day at a time and surround yourself with others who have set off on their own journey. Yes, it requires a time of waiting and it's the road that's less traveled, but it will certainly be worth it in the end. And remember this, our greatest hope of all is that we get to spend eternity with our father on the other side of this life. But until then, let's make the best of this life on this side. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode. So feel free to leave me a message on my new Instagram page, My Mosaic Hearts. Thank you for tuning to Mosaic Hearts. Until next time.